do you ever feel like you make that decision to change something in your life, like create a healthy new habit or do something positive for yourself, and yet your brain seems to start telling you to do the absolute opposite? It starts making those excuses for you. It persuades you that today is not the day to do the workout and you'll do it tomorrow instead. If so, then the good news is that you are completely normal, my friend. And the other good news is that there is something that you can do about it. When we learn to engage our higher brain in a different way and to tamp down our lower brain a little bit to start creating the habits we want to, we can reach the goals we have for ourselves. I cannot wait to share this one with you. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Well, hello there and welcome back to the podcast this week. I hope you're all feeling okay. September whizzing by, obviously, as it always does. So I hope that you have settled into things, you're back into your routine. And I think whether you've got kids or not, September does feel like that kind of natural restart, that natural like back into the normal routine of things. Summer just feels different, doesn't it? It just does. So I hope that you're back in the routine, but I also hope that that has not come with too much stress, which is a little part of what I want to talk about today because I'm going to be talking about higher brain versus lower brain and the fact that where we operate from has a huge impact on all areas of our lives, including fitness. And of course, if we are in a state of continual stress, even that low level day-to-day stuff, the stuff that makes you feel a bit on edge about everything getting done, then it's definitely going to affect where you tend to operate from and most importantly, where you actually make decisions from about what you're going to do for yourself. So you're definitely going to want to listen to this if you know that stress plays a big part in your life. If you're one of those people who always feels like they can never just sit down and relax, you're always on the go. And I know a lot of you are probably like that. Or if you tend to have that real on-off relationships with things like your fitness and nutrition and You maybe feel like those mindset monkeys are getting to work on you all the time, persuading you to not do the workout or to definitely eat both slices of cake, all that kind of thing. And I think it's safe to say all of us are in these spaces at least part of the time. So I think this is probably relevant to all of us, to be honest. But let's start at the beginning. What do I actually mean when I talk about lower brain and higher brain? So this is basically an extremely, extremely simplified way of talking about how the brain operates. Because of course, the way our brains work is way more complex than this. But I think that in this context, these definitions can be really, really helpful, particularly when we're thinking about habit change, particularly when we're thinking about those decisions we make on a day-to-day basis, because we all know the drill, right? We say we want to change something. We say, right, I want to start working out a few times a week. I want to start regularly looking after myself. I want to make some improvements in my nutrition. And rationally, when we say that to ourselves, like, well, I can see that if I do that for the next few weeks, it's going to make a really big difference. I might lose a few pounds. I'm going to feel fitter and stronger. I'm going to probably be more focused at work. I'm going to have better energy. I'm going to sleep better. All of those things, right? We can sit there till we're blue in the face saying to ourselves, 
but this change makes sense. Of course, I want this change. Yet, when it comes down to actually doing the thing, of course, we start coming up with excuses. We're like, well, today's not the day. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And before we know it, we've been kicking that can down the road for weeks and weeks and we've not done anything. Or we've made a big splash, a big start, and then it's all fallen by the wayside, right? We definitely all know that one, don't we? So the first thing I want to say about this before I move on to like how I'm defining lower brain and higher brain is that this stuff is completely normal, right? This is how our human brain operates. So our human brain operates in a way that ends up with us making excuses, that ends up with us pushing the thing away, pushing the thing away, pushing the thing away, right? So that is completely normal. So I don't want you sitting there thinking when those things happen to you, oh, I've just got no willpower or, oh, I just can't do this or this is not for me, right? It's not the case. It's not the case. And I think that when kind of gone through the difference between these two things and how we can actually engage more higher brain, you'll start to kind of see why this is happening and why it's just a completely normal human response, right? So let's start with lower brain. So when I talk about lower brain, I kind of mean the primitive brain, okay? The part of our brain that is concerned with survival, right? That part of our brain only cares about the here and now. It only cares about your comforts right here, right now, okay? So this is where we end up doing the same things even when they're not serving us, right? We end up doing the things that feel easy, because we don't really have to engage our brains to a high level. Our lower brain, our primitive brain wants us to not experience discomfort. It wants us to stay the same. It wants us to be safe, right? These are the things that our lower brain wants for us, even if they're not serving us in the long term, okay? And a lot of what we do in the day, in the day to day is run away from discomfort. That's what we do. When we're telling ourselves, I don't have the time to do that workout today, or I'm too tired to do that workout today, what we're doing is we're running away from discomfort and our brain is going, well, that's not a comfortable thing to do because we don't normally do that. And I don't like stuff that we don't normally do, right? So our brain is going to do that to us, even when it feels counterintuitive, even when we know rationally that it's going to make a difference to us in the long term. Okay. So our lower brain doesn't much like change. It prefers to stick to the exact same patterns, whether they're healthy or not, because that represents safety, right? Safety and survival. So this part of the brain is very reactive in the moment. This is the part of the brain that kind of goes, you know you want to sit on the sofa instead. You know that 20 minutes of scrolling on Facebook is a much better option than getting up and doing that workout, right? That's what our primitive lower brain is doing to us. It's going, to survive, I need you to keep doing the same things. You know, I need to be able to know what's coming. I need things to be predictable. I need things to stay the same, okay? So that primitive brain is just the here and the now. The higher brain is where we start to be able to reason things, right? Where we can see beyond the here and now, where we can see beyond to how the actions that we're taking are going to affect us in the medium to long term, right? We're not just reacting in this place. We're able to see that bigger picture and we can start to make decisions that are much more beneficial to us. We can engage a bit of willpower. Now, willpower is not the be all and end all, right? Willpower can fail us for sure. But when we are engaging higher brain, we can actually engage more willpower. All right. We become more conscious of what we're doing. We become more conscious of the thoughts that we're having about things. And we can be more rational about them as well. Because when our primitive brain is kind of engaged and, and doing most of the work, it's not really conscious 
of of the thoughts that are going on. So much of it is going on below the surface. We don't even know it's happening, but it's happening. And it's telling us, you can't do this. Don't do it. This isn't what we want, right? And we don't even know those thoughts are happening. When we start to engage the higher brain, we can start to tune into that and we can start to go, okay, right, this is what's happening here. This isn't about a lack of time today. This is about the fact that I feel that this thing's going to be uncomfortable for me or whatever that thing is going to be, right? So when we engage higher brain, we can be more rational. Most importantly, we can make choices in the interest of our future self, in the interest of where we might be in four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks time, rather than just the here and now self, okay? So this is really, really important. And as humans, so much of what we do is controlled by the lower brain. And of course, that's a good thing, right? There's a, there's a good reason that is in place. So we put habits on automatic. You know, those things that we do day in, day out, they become automatic to us so we don't even have to think about them. Because if we had to engage our reasoning brain in all of the decisions each day, our brain wouldn't be able to cope, right? So our lower brain is there to do that for us. It's there to protect us as well. It's on the lookout for danger. It's on the lookout for being able to react in those moments when we need it to. So this is not to say that our lower brain, our primitive brain is a bad thing. It's not. It's there for really, really, really good reasons. However, the problem is when we start to make too many decisions in a reactive state, when we let lower brain be the, the boss of us the majority of the time, because that starts to mean that we can find it very, very hard to make change, right? We can't reason things. We are reacting. We're going for comfort in the moment. We're going for, well, how, what's going to make me feel good in the here and now? And actually in the here and now, lying on the sofa and watching that next episode is way more comfortable than going in and doing a workout, which I know is going to make me sweat and is going to be hard and is going to be something different and is going to be something that I don't normally do, right? So when we are making all of our decisions or we're allowing ourselves to be in that reactive state the majority of the time, it's going to be extremely hard to make change. And when you're trying to do something new and healthy for yourself and lower brain keeps taking over, that can be really, really frustrating. And it can also make you start to wonder if there is something wrong with you. Like I said before, you start to go, well, I've got no willpower. This isn't for me. I can't do this. There's something wrong with me. But of course, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you at all. You are just reacting like a human, okay? And that is okay. And like anything, it's just a slightly new skill set to learn how to start to access that higher brain a little bit more, to start to create new habits and changes that are going to be beneficial to us in the longer term. But which are going to feel more uncomfortable in the moment, right? So how do we go about this process of accessing the higher brain a little bit more, of being able to start to access that kind of medium to long-term thinking? Well, I think number one, start to get used to a bit of discomfort and embrace it because discomfort is where change happens. And we're not very good at that, are we? We are, we're all about the quick fix, the dopamine, the quick like, oh, I've got another you know, notification on Facebook, that feels good. Oh, I've gone in and I've scrolled through a bit of Facebook and that feels good. Or, oh, I lay down on the sofa and in the moment that felt good, right? So we are wired to want comfort, right? And so we expect everything to become comfortable, right? We expect exercise to be easy and comfortable. We expect regular workouts to be simple and easy, but they're not. They just aren't. And I can't sit here and say to you that there is a really, really easy way to get into fitness. Everything's going to be okay and it's going to be simple. You're going to love it every single minute of it. It's just not true. There's going to be some discomfort in there, right? There's discomfort that gets you towards a better place. Okay, so yes, there is discomfort, but what comes on the other side is so, so, so much better, right? So I think that's number one is, is 
start to get used to the idea that you will have to experience some discomfort and start to embrace it. Start to embrace it as a good thing. Number two, learn patience. We cannot have everything we want right now, okay? We cannot have both comfort in the moment and long-term progress. Life doesn't work out like that. So you've got to figure out what's more important to you. Is your comfort in the here and now the most important thing, but also feeling disappointed and frustrated in the longer term? Or is a bit of discomfort in the short term and getting what you want on the other side of that the more important thing? So you've got to decide that, right? Because the decision that most of us make unconsciously (laughs) is my comfort in the here and now is the most important thing. And I will just have to deal with that disappointment and frustration in the longer term. But the beauty of that discomfort in the short term is that, yes, there is a little bit of it, but there can also be a lot of comfort. I can still go do that workout and put myself in discomfort. And I can also sit in front of the TV on the sofa with my feet up. I can do both of those things. And I can get the medium to long-term result that I want out of it because I've been patient. I've lived with a bit of discomfort And over time, it's given me the things that I want, more energy, more confidence, all of those, you know, more fitness, feeling stronger, all of those kind of things, right? So that's the thing with that patience and that discomfort in the short term, that you can have that and you can have the comfort as well. But the problem with having just the, you know, in focusing just on comfort in your here and now is that, yeah, you get a bit of comfort in the here and now, but you don't get what you want in the long term. Instead, you get disappointment. Instead, you get frustration. Instead, you get lack of confidence. Okay, so every time you choose your comfort in the here and now, you are putting off the things that you want for yourself in the long term. So a bit of patience is really, really important. And the thing is, I'm not sitting here saying you have to make this decision, right? I can't make this decision for you. But what I'm doing is I'm laying out the two options, right? The two options are your comfort in the here and now, but feeling disappointed and frustrated in the long term and not getting what you want, or a bit of discomfort in the short term and some comfort too, and getting what you want on the other side of that. So you have to decide what is more important to you, okay? And you have to start reacting to the thing that is more important to you. And if getting what you want in the long term and putting up with a bit of discomfort is important to you, then you've got to start doing it. You've got to start doing it. You've got to stop putting it off, right? Number three, let's go. You've got to let go of some stuff. And the stuff you've got to let go of is stress. Uh, is long to-do lists, is telling yourself you just prefer it when you're busy, is pushing yourself day in, day out, is chasing weight loss all the time and nothing else, is telling yourself you're just an all or nothing person, right? All of these things are things that I see people do all the time. And literally none of it is conducive to using your reasoning mind and getting what you want in the long term. Stress is not going to help because when you are stressed, you are living in your primitive brain, you are reactive, When you've got big, long to-do lists, again, it makes you reactive. If you tell yourself you prefer it when you're busy, you are reactive. When you push yourself day in, day out, you are reactive. When you are just chasing weight loss, you are being reactive, right? So we don't want to just spend our lives being reactive. We need to spend some of our lives in that place of, right, I've got a second here, right? I can actually make a decision that is going to benefit me in the long term. I'm going to reason this rather than just reacting to this thing, right? So let go of some of that stuff. Number four, take a beat. In other words, when you feel like lower brain is kicking in, when you feel like the excuses are coming, rather than just taking it at its word and say, oh, well, my brain said that I'm too busy today, take a moment to engage your higher brain, okay? This is probably not going to happen if you spend your life rushing from one thing to the next. So you've got to allow yourself a little bit of downtime 
to help you access your reasoning brain a little bit more. Okay. Because in these moments, you can become conscious. You can become conscious of the thoughts that you're having, the feelings that you're having of what's going on. And you can start to make decisions from a different place, but you're going to have to let yourself slow down a little bit for that. Okay. And that's not to say that you can't keep doing the things that you need to do every day, but it's just finding those little pockets of time you can slow down, you can be in the moment. And usually when we're rushing from one thing to the next, it's because we don't want to know what's going on in our heads. We don't want to be thinking too much, right? We're doing, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing. We've got to allow ourselves a little bit of time to access that higher brain. We've got to get conscious of what's going on. We've got to get conscious of the thoughts before we can do something about them. And I think number five is be kind to yourself. We all have a tendency to beat ourselves up when we don't do what we say we will, particularly with nutrition and exercise. So remember always, your human brain makes this shiz hard, right? This is not particular to you. You're not special. You don't have a particular defect. Doesn't mean that you've got no willpower. It just means that you need to take a bit of time to figure out how to access that higher brain a little bit more often. And hopefully some of this stuff is going to help. So like I say, get used to a bit of discomfort, learn patience, learn to let go of the stress, the to-do list, the telling yourself you prefer to be busy, take a beat, allow yourself to engage higher brain, allow yourself to get out of reactive and into a place where you get to make decisions from a place of like reasoning. That's really, really important. And doing all that can start to help you to access higher brain. And it's not going to necessarily mean that every single day you make the right choice. And I put that in inverted commas. But what it does is it starts to help you to understand yourself a little bit better. It starts to help you to see the excuses for what they really are. And yeah, it may be that you are really busy, but that doesn't mean that you can't also do some of these things for yourself, right? You can't find 20 minutes at some point during a week to go do a workout. I'm pretty sure 95% of us can do that. So I'm hoping that's helped you to make sense of certain things and how, you know, you can see the ways in which your brain is working for you all the time, even though it doesn't feel like it, your brain is working for you. So remember that because it's very easy to go, well, I'm just sabotaging myself. My brain's working against me and it doesn't want me to have these things. Not true. Absolutely not true. It's more about accessing a different part of your brain, a different way of making decisions that is not reactive all the time. And we've got into the habit of it. We have all got into the habit of being reactive. We, we react to stuff, right? We don't create stuff in our lives. We react to things in our lives, right? And I want you to get into a place where you get to create. You get to create that regular fitness routine. You get to create that inner and outer strength. You get to create all of those things for yourself that you want. You get to create that confidence, right? So get out of being in reactive, get into being in creation mode, get into a little bit more of that high brain activity. And of course, it's going to take a bit of time, right? It's going to take a bit of time to get mindful about what's going on. It's going to take a bit of time to understand like why and when you make certain decisions and take certain actions or maybe don't take certain actions as the case may be, right? And it's it's helping you to get out of autopilot because we're all on autopilot a lot of the time. So this is really about taking a few moments, creating that environment where you are able to make a different decision, a better decision, a decision that serves you much, much better for the medium and long term as well. So I hope that's been really helpful to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So do get in touch via my social media channels at Alex Chickfit and let me know how this has changed things for you. And I'll leave it there for this week. I'll love you and leave you and I'll see you back here again next time. 
Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chick Fit and I'll see you again next time.